You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. I am your Reiki master teacher and emotional wellness coach from innerbuddha.ca. This is the podcast that will help you access the wisdom you hold inside that heals all things. My intention is to open and expand your mind and quite possibly blow your mind. So come join me on this crazy adventure. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneur's Podcast, and this is episode 68. Today's episode, I'm talking all about the seven stages of awakening. I take you through all of the stages that I personally have gone through myself and how I experienced each one, all in the intention to help you through your own awakening journey. So let's get right to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to have you guys here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it feels like a very long time since I've recorded an episode, but um, I think it's only been a couple weeks. So I'm going to get right back to it, right? So today I'm talking all about the seven stages of awakening. So these seven stages, these are all based on my own personal experiences of awakening, because I can tell you this, my awakening started back in 2016. Um, I would honestly say I've had glimpses of my awakening trying to break through numerous times prior to this date. But I, I feel that 2016, that's really when my spirituality really kicked into high gear. And it's also the year that I decided that I was going to go and train in Reiki. So um, that was a big one for me. That was a big one. (laughs) So I sat down and I put together a list of all the things that I've found personally in my own personal experience that I went through. And they kind of, as I was writing them out, I realized that they all kind of are their own little stages. And I've seen posts here on Instagram or Facebook or somewhere where they have the seven stages of awakening. And I could kind of relate, but I felt that I could take it a step further and put my own personal spin onto it, as I like to do for everything, I find. (laughs) Especially food, but that's a whole nother nother episode. Um, So yeah, I'm going to go through the seven stages with you here today, and this is the whole purpose and intention of going through these stages with you is so that you, you can help identify your, with yourself and your own place where you are right now, um, and also know that there's something better on the other side, because there always is. So I'm going to get right into it, all right? So we're going to start with stage one. Now, stage one, this is what I like to call the questioning stage. This is the stage where you're, you start feeling frustrated with the way life has been going. And then you start asking yourself bigger questions. Like, there's got to be something better than this, right? There's got to be something out there that's better than this pain, this turmoil, and this physical ailments that I've been dealing with, right? You just, all of these things have been coming up in your life and it feels like it's just coming and crumbling down on you, right? Um, And you get to a point where you just feel like you just can't continue on this path anymore and something needs to change. 
right? Stage one is just, I don't know if I could say questioning or I should be calling it the frustration, the feeling frustrated with life because this is just a part where it's not working. Everything that you've been doing isn't working for you anymore. It may have worked sometime in the past, but it isn't anymore. And this is a stage where you start asking what what else is there? What else is there out for me, right? Then it takes you to stage two. Stage two, I found, was the feeling lost and confused. And that's kind of where you're also continuing looking for the meaning of life, right? This is where you start looking for meaning in things that's happening to you. And why is this happening? Why does this keep happening? How can I change this, right? Again, you're still continuation of the first stage, which is the questioning. But the feeling lost and confused part, that's even harder to deal with, I find. Because it's a lot of introspecting. You're looking within, right? And you you are not sure if it's something that you can change yourself or you feel that something outside of you needs to numb the pain. So feeling too, when you're feeling lost, that's when a little bit of indulging into drugs and alcohol and sex, that is where that kind of happens, where you're feeling lost and confused and nothing ever really works to make you happy because you're looking for happiness outside of you. And you don't really realize that happiness actually is found within. But in this stage, it hurts so bad that you don't even realize that you look in there, right? And that takes you to stage three. Stage three is that dark night. That's when you're in the pit of despair. That is when you're facing all of your pain. You are, you're forced to face all of your pain. And all of these fears come up. This is the part where a lot of accidents start happening. You stubbing your toe or bumping into things, dropping things, car accidents, sliding into things, you know, like it's really the universe's way of literally stopping you dead in your tracks and forcing you to go in a different direction. And that also causes pain, right? Because change isn't always easy for everybody. So in this dark night phase, I found I was stuck here for a very long time. I felt that nothing was going my way and facing my truths about myself didn't feel good. It didn't feel good finding out how much pain I was inflicting on my own self. It made me want to give up, right? What is the point? That is what those thoughts start to create, right? What's the point in this? Why is this? And sometimes you do get glimpses of happiness that come here and there within this stage, which gives you the hope to continue on on the healing path, right? This is also where a lot of fear and anxiety and depression shows up in your life. And you're constantly being triggered and don't understand why. And you feel like all you can do is cry every single day. And this is also a part of the ego death that we all face at some point in time or another. So an ego death is a loss of identity. It's a loss of oneself. It's a breakdown or a loss of a job or a relationship or health or finances or all for it. It's a really scary place to be. But ego death 
what I have learned is a necessary part because that is breaking down the foundations, the cracked, unstable foundations that were built up until this point, right? And they actually need to crumble and fall to make way for you to build that stronger foundation, right? But at this point, you don't see the bigger picture yet. You're just stuck. You're in the thick of it. You're in the fog. You're in that deep, dark tunnel, and you can barely see the exit. But it's also a lot of change that occurs in this time, internally and externally. And this is where you actually start becoming more and more aware of the deeper layers of emotion and pain and trauma that you were unaware of before. You, you didn't realize that you were carrying this with you your entire life. And this is also the part where you find God. You find that source of love within yourself, that universal consciousness, you say, what I like to call it. So the dark night, stage three, isn't all bad, right? I mean, it feels like a really heavy place to be. And the thing is, you kind of go back and forth between stage three and the next stage, I find, um, until you've almost mastered stage three, is going through the dark night, right? So stage four is the search for something more, that deep inner reflection. This is where you start asking the big questions. What are you here for? What am I here to do? Why are we all here? What is this whole game about, right? What is the meaning of life? That is where this question comes from. And then you go into stage five because Because you were asking for the meaning of life, because you started asking those questions and searching for something deeper and something more, you, it brings you to stage five naturally, which is breakthroughs. This is where things are starting to make sense. Your, your aha moments. You're like, okay, I understand why I was going through that pain. I understand the lessons that I was supposed to learn from it. And that's where it all starts coming together. And you start finding new perspective and you start creating new beginnings. That's where you change your mindset. You change your habits and you're learning to grow. And you get more and more increasingly sporadic moments of quiet mind No worry, no stress, just inner peace and happiness. That's a good place to be. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) And in stage five, this is where you're finding yourself more and more frequently in a really good place. You're becoming more aware of others' energy and others, how they impact you. And you're beginning to be aware of that you can actually manifest here and there. But not on purpose yet, right? So it's kind of hit and miss at this point. You're like, I, I've manifested something great before, but I don't know how I did it, right? That's stage five. Your breakthroughs, you're kind of getting it, but you're not quite there yet. But then sometimes you'll go back to stage three and then you'll have another ego death. Something in your life ends. The job that you were working at fires you or the relationship that you were in falls away. 
and you feel lost and hurt and then go through that cycle of pain again. And that's okay because the biggest thing here is that stage three isn't something to be afraid of. Stage three offers you the biggest gift you could ever ask for and that is growth. So challenges equals growth. It's that simple. That's even something I have on my own vision board because I have to remind myself that every time I'm going through a really hard time, something really big and amazing is coming out of this. And that, just knowing that and being aware of it brings it out faster. And that, my friends, is manifestation at its finest. So being in stage five is a big place to be. And then once you're through stage five, it starts moving you into stage six. Stage six for me, I find was the inner peace, finding that balance between light and dark within yourself. This is the true human mastery of living at the zero point of neutrality, which means you're not going down into the pit of despair and you're not going fully all the way up to that enlightened, loving, most embracing, passionate place, but you're able to sit at that point zero where everything starts and ends and you're actually able to control more of your energy and your emotions and your thoughts you're more aware of your thoughts you're aware of the habits you're aware of what got you to this point right and being aware of your vibration is actually the difference of energy that you hold in your body, right? Being aware of the energy that you're holding enables you to actually be able to shift that energy on purpose, doing it in a purposeful way. And you actually have the ability to hold more light in your body, which then equates to enjoyment of life. And where there is any negativity, you can actually see is it as growth. This negativity isn't really negative anymore. It's kind of like you get to this point where you're excited that something is coming up because it's showing you what needs to be worked on. And once you are able to work on it and allow it to be surrender to whatever it is that's coming up in your way and triggering you, once you surrender to it, all you're doing is saying, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with feeling sad. I'm okay with that. It's okay. And just be sad. And as soon as you start allowing yourself to feel the emotions that come up, the faster they disappear, which is huge. So in stage six, you're actually able to start quantum leaping, quantum quantum leaping timelines and realities. In this is quantum leaps are really just you jumping from being on a path of despair to changing the focus and then being on the path to enlightenment, right? We have all these infinite number of ways we could go. It's up to us to choose the path that feels right for us. And stage six is where I found that's where my psychic abilities started to be fully activated. This is where I was able to start accessing my guides and my angels. And eventually, maybe one day, I'll still be able to become more telepathic. And who knows, maybe telekinesis is something that is going to be a available to me at one point. Um, But that's it. This stage six inner peace, this is coming to that point of you're able to, you have control over your life, right? 
You have control over your emotions. You have control over what you experience and how you experience it and what you don't experience as well. You get to choose. This is where you take the power back. This is where you become empowered. And this is a good place to be. And then the final stage, my friends, is total enlightenment. You become the Buddha. And the Buddha really is just all the Buddha stands for is the enlightened one. You get it. You understand how the universe works and you are at total peace with everything and everyone. You are one with everything around you. Now this, I would say stage seven is not, is I do have fleeting glimpses of stage seven, this enlightened place um, I would feel that I'm more in stage five and six. I'm getting those breakthroughs and I'm discovering that inner peace, right? On a more consistent basis, really. And it's just because I started doing the work, doing the inner work, doing the work that actually gets you out of stage three, which is that dark night, which is that place of fleeting glimpses of happiness, but you have constant crying and, you know, and being completely drained and tired and exhausted all the time, right? So it's just being able to identify where you are, then you know where the next place you can go and the next step up. Then you know what your next level is. And it's also being aware that if you go back, you also have something more to learn. And it's just understanding that, right? So be gentle with yourself throughout this whole entire process, because it's not easy. It never was designed to be easy. You never asked for it to be easy because we came to this place, this earth, and it is here because it is a school. We chose to be here because this is the most hands-on learning you could ever have in the universe. There is a place that you can go and read in books about earth and emotions and energy and how to manipulate energy and be creators of your own reality. You can do that over on the spiritual side if you want, but it's going to take a lot longer to really fully grasp the lessons, right? If you do it hands-on training, you are in the thick of it and you learn hands-on. And that's why we all chose to be here. So I hope this brings some enlightenment to you and hope that you can identify with this and I hope it does help you in some way. Um, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to you seeing you again on the next episode. All right. Send you much love. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. If you found value in today's episode, please don't hesitate to share your review. Your feedback is so important to me. And feel free to share this episode with those who you believe that will benefit from it. Remember, sharing is caring, right? So to learn more about me and how I can help you, please visit www.innerbuddha.ca. And you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Inner Buddha Zen. Much love.